0: Hello, and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollack, and this is the Expectations episode. The holidays are coming. They're upon us. They're here. It's happening. And (laughs) I wanted us to talk about expectations. You see all these articles about how to survive your family through the holidays, and No matter what it is that you celebrate or do not celebrate, you are most likely, within the next month or so, going to have to spend time with people who you normally don't see. So I wanted to extend (laughs) my hand uh, and and offer you this to hopefully get you through the holiday season and after, you know, all, all in one piece. So... When we talk about expectations, I think that there's two things that are happening. So we have other people's expectations of us, and then we also have our expectations of ourselves. So I want to talk through both of those things because they really do go hand in hand. So first of all, I think, so let's talk about other people's expectations of us. Which that's really the hard one, right? That's why you dread going to Thanksgiving or whatever it is, because most likely some family member or family friend is going to bring up something you don't want to talk about. They're going to ask you why you don't have a better job. Oh, you're still there. Oh, you haven't bought your house yet. Oh, when are you guys going to have kids? You're still single. You guys, are you ever going to get married? You know, all of those really fun, fun things. So <laughs> I've told this story before, but my, my papa, my mom's dad, I had l- been in New York for a whole summer uh, I was doing a writing program at NYU, which I don't know, I think is pretty cool. That'd be a great thing to talk about. <laughs> but no, he asked me if I have a boyfriend in California and then I, to which I answered, no, but I had a I had a bunch in New York which he promptly got off the phone. <laughs> so that that was one thing for me that happened where I was like, okay. So maybe my thought of people's expectations isn't necessarily the same. Like I think that some people talk about these things or they ask questions of your relationship status, your job, kids, These kind of basic things, because on a family level, it's almost like talking about the weather. There are some people who don't necessarily want to talk to you about those deep, deep things, because maybe that's just not on their minds. I've had this conversation uh, with myself a lot, like trying to... (laughs) talk myself down from why is it that they have the same effing questions all the time there's so many wonderful cool things to talk about and and I think that in some ways it's kind of twofold they want to make sure that you're okay so I think for most of the people who are listening to this you most likely don't fall into some kind of uber uber traditional category you you most likely are a, a dreamer, a believer in uh, something bigger than yourself. You want a life that you most likely can't explain to other people, but when you find your people, they just get it and you don't have to explain. So I think that that's also why it's hard when you come to family functions and people want you to explain your life away and you're like, but that's so boring, <laughs> That's so beneath me. That's how I felt for a really long time. And so what I started doing, though, was really kind of moving things off of me and trying to move them back onto other people. So if we walk into a room, if we walk into some place and we're like, they're going to ask me about my job, they're going to ask me about this, they're going to ask me about that, you're almost guaranteeing that they're just going to do it. Because I know when I've gone into a family situation and I've been like, okay, I want to avoid these topics because, first of all, most of them are incredibly boring. And let me just say, if someone is dating someone or has a job or something that they really want to talk about, they'll tell you. And also... Don't ever ask anybody about their plans to have kids or say anything like, oh, well, it's about time for number one. Oh, it's about time, you know, for number two, blah, 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 whatever it is. Just don't do it because you don't know what, uh, first of all, you don't know what people's desires really are. Most people aren't going to tell you flat out they don't want to have kids or that they can't. So just avoid it. Just avoid it. Um, actually, most of those topics <laughs> you can avoid. But if people really want to tell you about it and talk to you about it, they will. And you know, the middle of some kind of family function really isn't the place to to hound somebody about their job or their relationship status or family planning. So anyway, so you have all of that. But I just found that when I went in thinking, okay, I. just want to try and have some quality time and learn about other people. I would just start asking people questions. I would just start asking my family members questions. I would just start uh, really moving around, <laughs> moving around, doing things, finding something to do to keep me occupied. If it's helping in the kitchen, if it's cleaning up, if it's setting up things and making it about other people and I don't know if that was like a magic potion or anything, but I felt at least a little bit better because it can it can be hard when you're in that moment. I mean, I'm thinking of, and this is the exact opposite example, but I'm going to share it anyway. It was a Thanksgiving a few years ago, and I had been laid off from my job a couple weeks before that. And my Nana had just figured out what I did for a living. <laughs> she had just figured out that I was working in magazines and was very excited about it because she knew the names of the magazines. She finally had something that I did that she could explain to people. And I knew the first thing out of her her mouth was going to be about my job. And I did not want to talk about it because I was super salty. I was like, I just got this new apartment in Birmingham. I don't even want to live there anymore. What am I going to do? And also all of the the shame and the guilt and all of these things that come from being laid off. But that was the first question she asked me in the door. I made her a Bloody Mary, was trying to just keep it moving. And she asked about it again as we're just sitting there. And I could just tell that, you know, she just really wanted to hear about it. And so then I, I did have to tell her. But the thing that I saw, too, was as much as she expected me to have this really fun, exciting answer for her, that it also hurt her when I was hurt. So, you know, I shared this thing with her and I, I could tell that she was disappointed, but I think she was just disappointed for, for me, not in me. And I, I think that's a a key distinction that as hard as some of this stuff can be, and like I said, there are certain things that you just shouldn't ask people. But if people do, I, I think you're also entitled to your own answers. Um, you do whatever feels right for you. And I, I think that uh, creating some kind of boundaries or – uh, pushing back on some of these things, I don't think it's the worst thing. I think you should come at it of a, out of a place of respect as much as you can. but people also don't get to just ask anything. With that being said, like with my nana, I knew that it she really just wanted the best for me. So I try to work through that whole thing and then I just tried to make it more about her and then she people love to talk about themselves. They love to talk about themselves. Hi. I mean, I, I do this show largely by myself. So just get people talking about themselves. Put the attention on them. And it might take some of that pressure off. I can't guarantee that they're not going to ask certain questions, but it could help. And then the other thing is that we also have expectations of ourselves, of where we should be in life, the person whom we should be with, the things that we should be or not doing or whatever it is. And that always seems to be so evident around the holidays. I think it also has to do with it being the end of the year, that maybe you're looking at a list of goals that you made that you're not quite there yet. Maybe you haven't even touched some of those goals. And you're like, man, I wanted to have paid off all of this debt or whatever it is. And you're not even close. So I think that that coupled with being in front of people who you don't see all the time and also not seeing them all the time, it makes all of those moments uh, so much more intense. Because when you don't see people all the time, you want just like a rundown of their lives. Most people are not really good. This is also another thing. For family, like your families, most of them probably aren't very good at just picking up where you left off. They want the one sheet of what you've been up to so they can relay that to all of their friends. Not that it's my favorite thing, but I've just, I'm I'm learning more and more. So, you know, when grandma asked some of the things cut here and there and then just try and help her with, I don't know, the turkey or get her a glass of wine. I have no idea. But we also have expectations of ourselves. So when I told my Nana that I got laid off, I didn't want to tell her that because also I had an expectation for myself that I would just be in a different place, that I wouldn't be back at ground zero again, that I wouldn't have to talk about, that I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And that I didn't have to compete with my other cousin, who's like a doctor. Um, So, (laughs) which also like, we're not in competition, but like, we're not in competition. But you know, I feel like sometimes grandparents put you in competition with your cousins and stuff. But anyway, but you have your expectations of yourself. So even when you think about, so when you think about holidays, I'm sure that there has been some kind of expectation you put in your head of maybe bringing somebody home, maybe your baby's first Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever that is. Uh, Maybe that this is the year that you get to come in and tell them that you have this really great job. But then it doesn't happen. So then then you feel so bad about yourself. Anne Lamott, who's one of my favorite writers, she said that expectations are resentments waiting to happen. So, and I think that expectations are, are these unrealistic things that we put upon ourselves, these unrealistic weights. So instead of just being... Fully present in our lives, and like, okay, this is where I'm at. Um, Marie Forleo, who I've spoken about before, life and business coach, um, in her book, Make Every Man Want You, which is really just a, a life book, uh, not really a relationship book, but she says, Make isness your business. And so it's really just embracing wherever you are in the present. And I think that if we do that, like going into the holidays, so for instance, like going into the holidays, okay, I'm still single, I don't have kids. I think I kind of have my life a little bit together. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to think about the fact that I'm not married or I don't have kids. I'll embrace the fact that I'm not married and I don't have kids because that means that I don't have to go to somebody else's holiday. (laughs) I don't have to, you know, try and figure that out. And I can just do whatever I want. I don't have to take care of a kid the whole day. And I get to sleep in or I get to get up early or do whatever. And I got to spend time with people who I haven't seen in a while. Cool. I mean, you set the the expectations at the things that you kind of know, but I think you also just have to decide that no matter what happens, you're still going to have a good time. You're still going to enjoy yourself, you know? And then as we go into Christmas and stuff, there's all kinds of, that whole season, there's all kinds of expectations we have. I mean, damn you Hallmark original movies. I mean, I love them, but, you know, we watch some of those things and then you feel, ah, oh, my Christmas should be like this. It should look like this. It should whatever. But something that people miss in a lot of those movies is that most of the time things go terribly wrong. They go terribly wrong. It was not what they expected. It was not uh, the vacation, the trip, the relationship, the job, whatever it was. Like just crap falls apart really quickly. But it's through all of that stuff that really awesome things happen. So going along with the expectations of ourselves – A few years ago, my mom wanted to do this pumpkin biscuit recipe that I had given her. (laughs) And she was hell bent on making these her way. Kept adding flour because she remembered that that was how she made them with her grandma and didn't want to relinquish any control, uh, which is something that a lot of us have a problem with. But especially with baking, I feel that we always have a thing that we remember. Well, I remember this one time that it was this way and it was so great and I have to make it exactly like this. So this expectation that this one dish or this one meal or this one day has to be how we remembered having it one time. But if you think about it, when have you ever experienced a magic moment that was predetermined? that you forced. Most of the time, it's like, and eh, it's just gonna be an average night. And then it ends up being amazing because you, you're you not throwing all of your weighted expectations on something. So anyway, the, the biscuits did not come out how they should. And they basically were pumpkin rocks. And my mom was so disappointed. It was funny though. We were able to laugh. And I think that that's... Uh, something that's key, especially when we move into this season of expectations, of being able to kind of brush things off when they don't go the way that we thought. Also, just understanding that, you know, sometimes life just doesn't necessarily unfold how you want it to. But if you're open to a whole world of possibilities and not your strict version of how you remember something to be or you want something to be, you know, some imaginary version of a day that you've never experienced and you just put that expectation on you and yourself and your family and everybody else. If you let that go, you might just have a wonderful holiday. Might. And if not, you can always take a trip to the liquor store, a yoga (laughs) studio, go for a hike, go, you know, take, take a drive to, I don't know, take a drive down the street, take a, take a walk around the block. I'm sure somebody else in your family would be like, got me out of here. But I think if you throw all those things away, you might just have a, have a wonderful holiday season and thereafter. So Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that, I don't know, you walked away with a couple of tips, tools, even just uh, some camaraderie. Uh, if you have not done it, head on over to amandapollock.com. Just let me know what you thought about the episode. Let me know like what expectations you're letting go of. Uh, you can also get on my email newsletter. And yeah, uh, have a wonderful I I hope that as we move into this holiday season that you're able to embrace it, to let go of things, and I can't wait to be with you next week.